Thank you for joining us. The Dacus Report is on the air to defend your religious freedom, your parental rights, and other civil liberties. And now, with the latest information, is your host, the president of the Pacific Justice Institute, Brad Dacus. Welcome to the Dacus Report. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Brad Dacus, president of the Pacific Justice Institute. Uh, On today's show, we're going to look at a county in California that is saying enough is enough when it comes to government tyranny and what they're doing about it. I think you'll find it very interesting. We're going to talk about these and other case uh, matters here today and on today's show. And to help me do that, we have uh, constitutional law attorney Michael Peffer. Welcome, Michael. Thank you, Brett. You head up the Southern California office for PJI. And yeah. uh, it's a great reminder of the fact that we not only have your office, but we have offices all over the country. That's right. Uh, from uh, Miami to Boston to from Seattle to you know to Dallas and Orange yeah. County, California, just all over the country. And if people need help, they should not hesitate to contact us. Yeah. And we have a really good group of attorneys. We recently got all were able to get together at a conference and just have we just have a wonderful group of attorneys. They're smart. They, they have a sense of humor. They're, they're, they're diligent for the Lord. Really blessed. We're real really serv- blessed by those real people. servant hearts. And yet, and yet each of them brings something unique Absolutely. to the table, which really helps the synergism of how we're able to really provide the the top quality work that we do for so many uh, across the country. Um, I want to talk about what just happened this morning, apparently. Mm -hmm. MSNBC, they they got in trouble this morning by a judge uh, not appreciating them trailing a jury bus. That's right. So if there wasn't already enough stress on this jury, which it's huge stress, this jury in Kenosha, We've got a news people basically stalking the, the the bus that the jurors are being transported at. And it's, of course, MSNBC, who throughout this entire point, there's multiple stories throughout this entire trial, has been so shaded and biased against uh, the, the defendant who's Rittenhouse. presumed innocent, right? right? Rittenhouse. And so, but these guys have been terrible. And now they're trailing the jury bus. And thankfully, we have a judge there that really took care of business and said, MSNBC banned from the trial. They can't be in there at any point. Yeah. And I'm glad because they are, they've distorted the truth. Absolutely. They have maligned you know, Kyle Rittenhouse uh, terribly. Uh, they have actually, you know, their actions uh, you know, are attributed. If he, if he doesn't receive a fair trial, uh, I think they should be prosecuted, or at least, you know, at least a civil action brought against them for liable defamation. Yeah, and I uh, think, yeah, I can't, people just should not even watch MSNBC. Some people say, "Well, I want to get a balanced perspective." There's nothing balanced, <laughs> There's no balanced. about flagrant lies, mm-hmm. deception, right. hate, yeah. vitriol against Christians. That's right. You know, I, I just uh, I think this exposes MSNBC to the kind of thugs that they are. They have a and, definite uh, bias. You know, I, I I now put the National Enquirer above them. Yeah, I think I the really National do. Enquirer at least it's funny and maybe mildly interesting stories. Yeah, MSNBC, <laughs> it's racist grant ranting and it's just crazy place to to. I can't believe anybody gets a steady diet of that. Yeah, it's it definitely. Destroys brain cells. I think research has shown that. My research. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, tell me the study. So, uh, but yeah. we'll we'll uh, we'll see what we'll see what comes comes out of that in the in the trial. I think people need to be praying for the jury, 
uh, praying for for the Lord to Absolutely. really give them wisdom discernment, not to listen to the the radical radicals outside the court screaming and yelling vitriol and and uh, race based hatred against uh, Kyle uh, Rittenhouse. And yes. uh, we need to have uh, a jury with with who can see sensibly, look at the facts, apply the information, so that Kyle Rittenhouse gets a, a fair decision by the jury and i i personally based on what i've seen from the trial yeah. and the evidence um i think it's a slam dunk i think he should he should be not guilty on all charges um you know the only one that was possibly relevant was uh, him having a gun under the age of 18 yes but it looks like the statute was poorly drafted and applies really only to to weapons that have 12 inch barrels or less all right his was 18 inches so that had to be thrown out. So I don't exactly. think there's anything on the table for which he should be be uh, found guilty based on all the evidence. And I'm willing to bet that those who are out there demonstrating um, that they didn't watch the trial. No. Because they're not about the trial. They're just about their own personal hatred and vitriol. And they're and they're dr driven by, I believe, a demonic forces uh, that are that have that that service hatred and vitriol. Uh, against uh, individuals who are different than them, who may see the world different than them, yeah. than from a radical leftist, um, Marxist, uh, racist perspective. Yeah, they're they're too busy watching MSNBC uh, <laughs> to in, instead of. I mean, I've watched, I've, I've at least listened to, maybe not watched because I yeah. haven't had the time, but I've listened to quite a bit of this trial in the background, and uh, I, I agree with you. I, I think that that it is something that. They haven't proven his, the case, and they and he has proven his his defense of self defense. That's yeah. an important issue to me. It's it, it's so obvious. Yeah, yeah. so <laughs> obvious. So people out there, please pray for that jury. Yes, uh, to give a fair decision uh, for uh, Mr. Rittenhouse. And um, you know we can't we can't allow uh, mobs. To dictate the outcome of, of cases. Yes, absolutely. They, we, we cannot allow that. It's, you know, in fact, I'm almost wondering if, if, if there needs to be a, a greater bubble barrier so that demonstrators, their voices cannot be heard in t to intimidate jurors. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree <laughs> in free, with free speech. Obviously. But they have no right to engage in any activity that in any way distorts, intimidates, uh, chills jurors uh, who are deciding something so sensitive as as a murder trial. Yeah. I, I have a real problem with that. I think maybe we need to legislatively take some kind of action to protect the integrity of a of a trial yeah. and, and to protect <laughs> jurors from from being intimidated and, and scared and 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 uh, in any way distorted in their ability to rationally look at the evidence and make a, a competent, uh, wise decision. Yeah, and let's face it. I mean, apart from people like me, who actually would enjoy being on a jury, I've never gotten picked, but oh, whatever. Yeah, likewise, yeah, <laughs> I would enjoy it. Most people do so for their duty, and and they're in right. there, and they don't want to be there. And to think that we've got a media following their bus, we've got um, uh, you know, people out there threatening harm and property damage, and you think. What is wrong with this picture? This guy's being prosecuted for defending himself against the same kind of mob issue. And now they're continuing outside this courthouse and God knows what. So, yeah, pray for these folks. Um, and people should not be afraid to be on a jury.
Yeah. And the people on that bus, I can just see him seeing MSNBC, <laughs> you know, stalking the bus thinking, oh, shoot, I turned, I looked through the window. They may have me. Yeah. My, my wife and my children or my, you know, my family's lives could be in danger because these thugs may put it on the screen, TV screen. Yeah. Uh, it's Boy. it's very that 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 is totally uncalled for. And uh, let's uh, hats off to that Indeed. fantastic judge. Very professional judge. Yeah. Very seasoned, experienced. Uh, very fair in how he's handling the court, the, the proceedings. Right. Yeah. And uh, I, I really respect him and his uh, the job he's doing. You know, I grew up, Michael, thinking the FBI, you know, the CIA, you know, wonderful law, pro law enforcement, yes. doing their job to protect we the people, you know, the parents and families of America. But no. Um, they they've been caught now using terrorist <clears throat> tracking tools to track parents yeah. at school board meetings. Amazing that we have stooped so low. I too grew up watching Ephraim Simblest Jr. on the FBI show or whatever that show was. I just remember it. And I had a real high regard. And frankly, I still do have a regard for the 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 ordinary agent out there working hard, doing yes. what's necessary. But this issue, this we know where this came from. Obviously, we got Merrick Garland, uh, the the uh, department, uh, the attorney general, uh, head of the Department of Justice, is is saying, "Oh, we're don't worry, we're not looking at people, we're not attracting people." When he was testifying before conference uh, before Congress. And now we find out, yeah, they really are. We, there's an email that came out here, and that's what the renders this story, is that um, these, these people are, these FBI counterterrorist folks are following, and, um, following up on parents who only want to be heard. They're, they're constitutionally God-given right to be heard before the school board who is deciding what their children will see hear, find out about. Yeah. And uh, Christopher Ray, he's, he's in cohorts on this. He's the head of the FBI. Yeah. So we have the head of the FBI and then also the, the head of you know, Christopher Ray, then the head of the Department of Justice, Attorney General uh, Merrick Garland. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, maybe maybe it could be arguable. Maybe Attorney General Merrick Garland was totally unaware of this yeah. when he testified before Congress. Mm -hmm. Maybe he's just incompetent. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the that's the best you could say. Yeah. about him. And he's just incompetent and not, doesn't know what's going on. Right. I, I'm not so sure about that. Yeah. Um, I'm just glad he wasn't. This is the guy that Obama wanted to put on the Supreme Court. Yeah. Yeah. This incompetent or slash lying <clears throat> uh, head of Department of Justice was, was who uh, Obama, Barack Hussein Obama, yeah. wanted to put on the Supreme Court. Uh, I'm, glad, I'm glad he wasn't. But going back on this, I think we need to look at how serious this is. Yeah. So the government monitoring as terrorists and the terrorist, terrorist squad of the FBI, what parents may be saying or, or objections to what parents may be saying at school board meetings. To me, this reminds me of something I would expect to see happening in the former Soviet Union. Absolutely. In Venezuela, yes. in communist China, Cuba. This kind of monitoring by the state to intimidate yes. uh, any disagreement uh, with the radical policies of the government. Yeah. Uh, what I'm saying is this is what we're seeing happening here in the United States. 
this is what is not one little FBI agent out there was caught trying to do. Yeah, exactly. This is something that that the entire department, this is has been authorized. The terrorist tracking division. Yes. Is now doing instead of tracking terrorists, they're tracking moms and dads who care about their kids. Yeah. I I it's, don't know if America can wait for the next midterm election. I mean, obviously we, we should. We have to, yeah. We have to, okay? Yeah. So I'm not causing, I'm not. Yeah, exactly. But I'm just saying, uh, there's probably a lot of angry Americans right now who are saying, heck no, yeah. I'm tired of this. That's right. Um, we need to get rid of the tyranny ASAP from the Department of Justice, from the FBI. And the only way to do that is to replace the per- person sitting in the Oval Office, uh, Joseph Biden. That's right. Uh, you know, we have seen the degradation of education. I, it's not that long ago that schools were about teaching the the basics, right? Reading, writing, arithmetic. Uh, the, it was not that long ago. But slowly and surely, we begin to see it creep into the schools that they were basically bringing propaganda to our children to the point where it's it's almost all propaganda and very little reading, writing, arithmetic. And we have been as for decades, you and I have been working against this stuff. But to say, no, parents, your, your, your schools aren't safe. So now we get the parents rising up and saying, no, we are not going to put up with this like we want the parents to do. And what happens? They're sick. They're seeking the counterterrorism task force on these parents. And I've seen no threats. Right. I, and I watch a lot of these because that's right. what we do. We watch these people, send them to us all the time. I've never seen anybody threatening. They, what they've been rebuking is ideas that are being brought forth. Right. And that's perfectly appropriate under the First Amendment. Right. Uh, can you think of just mm-hmm. one case, one case where a school board member was killed or a member of a school board member was killed by an angry parent? I, I, I can't. And there may, there I, may be, but, but I can't even think of one. I can't think of one. Yeah. Now, I can think of a lot of case examples where we've had terrorists kill people, yeah. where we have had thugs in downtown Chicago and Detroit and other cities yes. uh, kill people, kill lots of people. I don't think of one single member on the on the school board where this has happened. So. Yeah. I, I think this is a, 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 uh, an act of just intimidation. And here's something I think people need to w- be aware of. Those who are going to be calling, reporting these threats to the FBI are school board members. That's right. So if people want to prevent themselves from being hauled off by the FBI, they need to boot out school board members who are akin to the union, the teachers right. union, because the teachers union is the one who sent the memo to the Department of Justice. That's right. You know, you know, or the the union for the school board saying we want investigations. Right. So people need to find out what school board members are union friendly. Yes. And if they are, they need to be booted out. And if people want to run for school board, uh, I encourage them to. Uh, they can contact Pacific Justice Institute. Ask to for to talk to Peter Mort, our pastor liaison. Oh, because we're he's working with with uh, pastors of churches mm-hmm. uh, to encourage them to get their members to run for school board. Yeah, absolutely. We need to we need to clean up our school boards. They're run by these 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 union thugs, and they're the ones who are call, bringing in the FBI, 
to bring fear and terror to parents and families who wish to simply express their concerns about radical things happening at their local school district, at their school board meetings. I agree. And I'll tell you, if I could think of one other thing that must happen in schools besides praying desperately for our children, if I could think of one other thing, it would be to replace school board members. Frankly, people ought to be looking at school boards as, one, a place where they should perhaps run. People that have an education or a background, they should run for school board. And two, find out who these people are. The radicals must go. They've got to be voted out. And that's the only way to deal with this. We're not for violence, but we are for radical voting to say, no, we are not behind the movement that school boards are responsible for largely. You know, and, and an easy thing for parents to do is they say, well, I don't know if, if they're, which school board members are, you know, the, the union thugs, you know, choices or, so it's actually what they can do. They go online yep. and they can put in the name of their school district, you know, say ABC, United Unified School District, yeah. uh, teacher union uh, endorsements for school board. Right. Just sort of put that in there. And there's a good chance they'll see something pop up from the last election and they'll see them. Easy to do. That's right. That's a great point. So, uh, but we need to, we need to get involved and uh, we have great resources. I know on our website to help parents um, stand up for their rights. Okay. Speaking of parents standing up for their rights here in Florida, we've got some parents suing a school district because allegedly the school uh, the school, the, the middle school, uh, colluded with the daughter to change her gender identity ID uh, behind the backs of the parents. And we're talking about a middle school student, yes, sixth, seventh, or eighth grade, very sensitive time. And this school district worked behind the backs of the parents to help encourage the child allegedly to change their gender identity. That's right. This is cruel. This is child abuse. Yeah. And it's very relatable to what we just talked about at school boards, because here the parents said, we don't want you to have these conversations with our daughter. That's our decision. So make sure that you contact us. And what did the school district do? They just thumbed their nose at the parents and said, too bad. And they arranged a meeting with where the the, the child, again, middle school child, um, could talk about how to maybe you get hormone replacement and things of that nature. And they arranged this behind the back. Not only did they not notify the parents or speak to the parents, they went behind their back and did what the parents had asked not to do. And, and this is um, the, the, the claim here is that uh, the parents, um, that these actions were their parental rights were violated uh, the constitutional and Florida constitutional rights, and um, it, we just can't have this. I, I know we the 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 uh, you know the the, t- the 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 camels under the tent, if you will, in regard to abortion and them allowing them to to take their kids out for to get abortions. The school we can't keep allowing the school to say. We're going to make medical decisions for your child and not even involve you. That This is just tyranny. Yeah, Michael, it is tyranny. And I know we at Pacific Justice have dealt with uh, these tyrannical actions, uh, you know, in many states of the country, especially blue states, what I call oppressive states. Yes. Uh, we, you know, this is statutorily oftentimes 
you know, uh, legislated into existence, like in California. That's if right. parents have their children in a public school, yeah. then their child, uh, they can school districts can work around parents, ignore parents, uh, even help coerce children into dressing in the op like the opposite sex, and then change their clothes when before they go go back home. Yeah, uh, it is sick, yeah. and it's it's <clears throat> it's dangerous, uh, and yet uh, you know we've. We've seen the need for for challenging this kind of tyranny. Yeah. Um, I know our office in Miami, in fact, has a case against the school district there in Florida uh, as well. Yep. Uh, this case is about a school district, Palm Beach School District, that has decided to prevent parents from being able to opt out from having their child masked, wear a mask all day. Yeah. Even though the the governor, DeSantis, uh, DeSantis. Uh, issued a mandate saying parents have a right to opt their child out of wearing a mask at school. That's the law. Uh, even though there's a, a Florida a parental bill of rights yeah. affirming the rights of parents over medical health issues of their children. That's right. Uh, they, this, this school district has gone rogue, told over 11,000 parents, forget you. We're not listening to you. We're going to force the kids to wear a mask no matter what. And we have filed a lawsuit against that school district. That's right. Yeah. And it's such a necessary lawsuit. We have to push back on the, these guys are not these these school boards are not people that make up their own, get to make up their own laws. They have to follow the law. And we, we've, we've seen this on many fronts. It was um, you know, some time back, a couple of years ago, we handled a case where the, the school was actually involved in, in getting a, a, a young girl put into the system of uh, CPS because she made some statements about being transgender and the mother disagreed with those statements. So this child in a fit of anger, really, and like kids will do, they, so we, we've had to defend this many times. And I'm, I'm just kudos to our, our attorney, um, um, Alex uh, Bumboo, Bumboo uh, in, in Florida for taking this on. I think it's a, it's a, it's a righteous suit, this mask suit. Yeah, it really is. And I have so much respect for uh, the work that he's, he's doing yeah. as we uh, take on these cases. Uh, parents uh, deserve to have their, their rights uh, protected. Uh, we at Pacific Justice to work hard across the country to do That's so. Right. And uh, we'll continue to do so. In fact, I know that, uh, you know, in, in states like, say, for example, like California, and not only do they require masks, they've actually, the governor's come out down and pronounced that next year, starting as early as January. That's right. Parents with children in public schools, charter schools, private schools, uh, will all have to have their child vaccinated down to the age of five once the FDA signs off on it, which is could happen any day now. Yeah. Uh, that's an egregious violation of parental rights. Yes. And uh, I know we've done something very aggressively to help defend the parents uh, right. to, uh, to stand up for their rights. Yeah, we are, are currently preparing and we'll have, once we find out what this legislation looks like. The, the mandate from the governor. The mandate uh, uh, from the governor of California. We're, we are preparing a, a, a sheet for our uh, folks to be able to see what's going on and what you can do about it. And we're, we're, this is an aggressive campaign that we're having uh, in order to push back on this nonsense here in California. And folks need to 
contact us. They need to go on our website, pgi.org, and they can find a sign up to get one of these uh, forms as soon as it gets out. Yeah. So as soon as the mandate is put into writing, which we're waiting for, right. as soon as that happens, we're going to orchestrate a customized legal form mm. for parents to lay claim to their personal belief exemption. That's right. Simply sign their name and send it to the uh, school district. And, and folks, if you're out there and, and you're either you or you know of someone who has children in California uh, that is, is concerned, uh, you know, most parents are concerned right now. Many of them are thinking about leaving the state. Uh, or homeschooling. Well, not that those are bad options right. <laughs> uh, by any means, uh, but what you can do is direct them to our website, pji.org. And there they'll click a little, little square on the front page. It says California CA K through 12. Click that. And then they can just fill out the registration form. We can then immediately, immediately email it to them and then they can have it, sign it, date it, and get it right in the hands of the school district to protect their child ASAP. Pacific Justice Institute invites you to join in the fight to protect our religious liberties. Consider volunteering in one of our California offices or become an affiliate attorney. Visit our website to find out more, pji.org. And while you're there, subscribe to our Legal Insider to keep updated on all of our current cases. Pacific Justice Institute. Together, we can make a difference. So folks, there you have it. It's our God-given freedoms we're talking about. Now, let's choose to keep them. I'm Brian Dacus, president of the Pacific Justice Institute. Let's continue the fight for your freedoms. Thank you for listening in today. To find out more about the Pacific Justice Institute or the Dacus Report, call 916-857-6900 or log on to pacificjustice.org.